Yeah, I think that's probably really useful for people to understand. I came into the fellowship in 1985, and um, it was a fellowship that was really full of the counseling profession. It was really in its heyday. Every commercial that came on was for a treatment center, and insurance companies were, were given 30-day stays like they were giving away suckers at the dentist. You know what I mean? It was, you could just go. And then what they found out in time, of course, is that the treatments were ineffective and, and, and they quit paying for them. And so many of you may have joined recovery after that. But when I came into recovery, um, I went to treatment and they told me of plans to, you know, if you want to use, just think it through, play the tapes. And things that I kept hearing that I thought were truths. And I had a big book, but I really didn't know how to read it. And then I got a hold of some tapes from the Joe and Charlie era, and I sort of got a sense there was more depth there, but still not the depth that I know. So I did everything I thought I was supposed to do. I went to 90 meetings in 90 days. I learned to say I don't pick up no matter what. I got commitments chairing meetings and making coffee because meeting makers make it and coffee makers make it. That was the things I heard, and I did all of that. And in that time, I did get some relief from the consequences of addiction, and I went for 10 years. And in those 10 years, I was never very comfortable, but I was not in the jams I had been in when I was drinking myself out of jobs and what have you. So I ended up in that 10-year period of time, I did end up leaving one family for another. I mean, I did things that were still old behaviors instead of working out things. Um, but eventually, when I had enough wealth that I thought I had options, I just walked into a bar one day and had a drink. Ten years sober. And I like to point out to people that I was a general contractor in the industrial space. I did big jobs. I was licensed in 13 states. I was a professional negotiator, like high-level professional negotiator. You'd think a high-level professional negotiator would have got a better price for my home, my business, and my second family than a glass of beer in a shitty bar. But I didn't. That's what I traded my life for, was a glass of beer. Because from that went pain pill addiction, daily drinking, the businesses went away, the home both of them went away. Everything went away. Everything went away. And, and I ended up a homeless man on the streets of Phoenix, Arizona. Now, prior to that, I had been educated well in America and in the UK. I had advanced degrees in accounting and public administration and geopolitical strategy and currency management. And nobody on the streets of Phoenix gave a damn about my education. And um, by the time I stumbled into one more detox, one more treatment regimen, and finally encountered someone that actually knew the difference between the fellowship and the program, and started introducing me to this power and the power of the testimony in People's AA book, I was so near death that, I mean, literally, I had been in the hospital. I had been opened up, 
you know, because I just kept complaining until they cut me open to find a reason for why I felt the way I did. And I was glad they did because I woke up on a morphine drip. So when, you know, if you're not like me, you don't get me. But I'm, you know, all I'm trying to say is I didn't start out like me. I started out as a business guy, had a little drinking problem, went to AA. AA told me to think it through. I thought it through until that didn't work. And then I went and got the rest of the order. So what I would say to the people who don't think they're that bad or they don't need any of it, I didn't. I had the same thought. I once thought and felt as you did, but I doubt I'd have made much progress had I not taken action. Why would I recommend with all my heart that somebody take seriously what we're trying to send to you? Because I live better today. Not because I think I can save you from anything you're destined for, because I can't. I'm not the savior. But what I can do through my testimony is tell you there's a lot of traps that you do not have to fall into if you don't insist upon it. Still had a house, still had my first wife, still had babies, still had a job working for the Brits, regional manager, and then I just went off the rails because none of that was making me feel good. None of that was freeing me from me.